Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell, me boys, for a hard and weekly pay produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA. And whether we were born here or born in Italy, in Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji, we all of us are workers united, we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land. We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face. We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place. We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains and break a couple of concrete pours to back our lug of claims. So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high. It's glass to glass and face to face, our limit is the sky. We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed. Our builder's labour is a name to make a man feel proud. Good morning, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. And first of all, I'd like to say hello to our people that are still away, and that's Gorilla and um, Warren. All the best to Warren. I think he's come come good now. He's had a bit of a battle there, and uh, we wish him all the best out there, Warren. All so the best, st- Warren. Strong, strong and healthy. And and also want to say good morning to Goanna and Camper. Good morning, boys. Good morning, Buzzer. What is happening? Well, what is happening is we've had a... Um, Probably had a shocking week, really. But after, if you go back into the start of the week or last Friday, when um, when that shocking um, shooting took place in uh, Christchurch, so uh, and we're, we're going to refrain from using the the um, the nutcase's name as well. So, but um, it probably doesn't help all this um, people jumping on the bandwagon of this uh, Fraser Anning character, who doesn't have much of a bag of. Repcharge and he's thinking, I don't reckon. He's um, got in by 19 votes, didn't he? That was how he got into Parliament. Doesn't share the view of any uh, too many Australians, I would have thought. He's got Not a me million... with brains anyway. He's got, he, he's got a million signatures out there to, to get rid of him. So you reckon we'd be able to do it, wouldn't you? Really? Only a million. I thought there would be more than that. He obviously uses the political game of fear. And I've got to give a shout-out to the bloke who egged him. That was the best, the best thing. He, he should get his own award. That's classic. He deserved it. And shout out to the two blokes that gave it to him at the airport as well. Well, they went over the top, didn't they? They got down there and they held him down like big heroes. And um, at the end of the day, he threw a couple of cheap shots too. But really, the, uh, we've got to have a look at our political system that allows a bloke like that to get in by 19 votes. I think he actually took that 
Malcolm Roberts' spot, didn't he? Because yeah. uh, he only got 19 first preference votes, yeah. but, and now he's a sitting senator. It, it's a bloody joke. And he's a sitting senator in Queensland, seems to spend all his time in Melbourne for some reason. I don't know what he's oh. doing, representing any people in Queensland or whatever he's on, doing. On yeah, taxpayer-funded junkets, by the looks of it, running around with his Nazi mates, by the sound of it. Did and, you see, there was about three people, other than the media, at that actual press conference. He, you know, he does have a following. It's mostly people that hang on keyboards and at social media um, outlets like Facebook, but um, the hatred's just—it's you know—it's a gutless thing. Um, I think New Zealand, you know, a big shout out to our Kiwi counterparts, especially the Prime Minister Jacinda Ahern. What a fantastic! Don't you job. wish we yes. had a, oh, what a, what a competent politician? It's been a while since we've seen very her good. Her. Yeah, it gives you a bit of heart in the system, and when you see the way she's performed, leading by example. Yeah, and you see the fear mongering going out, and you got to remember this this bloke, this character. He he used the term "final solution" when he went up there, and um, uh, when he first got in in one of his speeches, you know um, how downgrading. Um, and then he's now he's now he's jumping on this immigration thing right at a time when we shouldn't even be talking about immigration. We should talk be talking about what is wrong with these people, these nutcases. That's what we should be honing in on. Not, don't worry about the immigration policy. Uh, and all the rest of it. I think to bring that up right at this moment is is a disgrace. I think. Well, the mainstream media in in Australia, you know, it's it's got a lot to blame as well. They, they give a lot of airtime to the Pauline Hansons and, and the Annings, etc., um, and it creates hatred and, and division, and that's what they want. They don't want us all together. As uh, depending, doesn't matter what background you're from or what country you're from, if if you. Uh, in Australia to make a better life. Um, we should all be together, particularly the working classes. A lot of people that uh, would have the unions only uh, wanting to be about wages and conditions. I can tell you as a unionist, um, speaking for myself, um, I'm not going to be blindfolded like that. The union is a movement um, is a lot bigger than wages and conditions um, and the Conservatives have tried to divide us away from social issues and it's worked. Um, if you look back to the uh, the good old BL days when we had green bands, etc., we were connected to the community, we had support from the community, and we had a lot more power. Uh, now they'd have us thinking that we're only about wages and conditions, um, and and unfortunately, we've you know the diversity that, of the industry, we've got some people that that um, are feeding into the hatred speech. But I can tell you, as a, as an individual um, and as a unionist, a proper unionist. Um, I'll never fall for the uh, the hatred and the division because um, it's it's a distraction from us all being together and actually defeating the conservatives. If we're all blowing amongst each other, how are we supposed to uh, to get a better outcome for all of us? A hundred percent, what you said there. We've got to bring people with us, and we've got to bring people together with social issues and 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 get our members going that way. Because it's not like you said, it's not about just ways and conditions. It's about what's inside your heart, and it's about bringing people, like you said, bringing people with you. Now, what's the, what's the next one we're on to? Well, I'll just say just before we move on, oh, Anning's got a bit of a history uh, in terms of uh, being from a disgraceful background. Uh, a few um, Indigenous fr- uh, mates of mine uh, forwarded some uh, some reading literature onto me during the week about uh, his father and, and his family's history of uh, hunting Indigenous people in this country. So. Uh, disgraceful background, and uh, hopefully one day. Um, and I suppose the kids last last week with the uh, the rally about um, climate change, etc. Hopefully we can uh, one day rid uh, society of the cancer that is the right wing hatred and the division, um, and people that would think that it's okay to uh, to persecute people because they're part of a minority. 
And he did vote the slash penalty rates for the working class. Let's let's be honest. Oh, geez, that would surprise you either. He's a it? grub. He is a grub. Um, all right, where are we at now? Go on. I, well, this week we'll go on to I've had Andrew Lee and um, Cherie. The she's challenging for the seat of Dunkley or um, Doncaster. She's the minister out there. They came out to one of my jobs, my Buxton jobs at Ringwood, and they did an announcement and did a meeting with all the boys on the job about security of payments. So what the legislation they're trying to bring forward is that if you do a subby and you do the work, there's guaranteed money there to pay you. Because at, at the moment, we've just had another one this week, and I did bring it up a few weeks ago, and I'm telling you what, this Campo's curse, I've brought it up twice, and each time I've hit the target. So HWN. That self-assessment? That's a self-assessment. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, I've you know, got to give myself a bit <laughs> of a plug. Um, so, yeah, Campo's curse, we've delivered. HWM are, are now gone into liquidation, so they're gone. But this is about securing payment for the subcontractors HWM have engaged. They're still owed a lot of money from HWM to them subbies, and we saw it with high form. So this is about locking in the payment. So if you're a subby and you do the work, you get paid for it. So, Well, I think that's a great step in the right direction, and that might um, cater well for some government jobs. And also, hopefully moving forward, we can look at some of these. I think it's nearly even worse in the development jobs you go out and see some of these development companies in the last six months, project group, bayside construction, they fall over one every couple of couple of weeks, you know, and they're, and they're ripping the guts out of the industry and they're creating unsafe work sites and they're ripping off all the subbies on their jobs. So I think there's got to be something here that, that, that protects, the, protects the contractors. Yeah, well, it's... It's a cycle buzz. You, you you got the builders given contracts to subcontractors knowing they can't pay their obligations under the agreement. They then screw the subby with late payments, etc. And then when the job's not finished, it's left left to us, as we've spoken about before, to try and chase the wages. But if we're moving towards a fund where instead of retention is held by the builder, um, it's held by you know some sort of fund that the, the government or, or a body controls, uh, the builder won't be able to get up to half the uh, the antics that we're putting up with at the moment because um, even if you do uh, get paid by the builder, uh, a lot of the retention um, is whittled away with you know extras that the builders said they either haven't done or um, they hold the the next the next project over the subcontractor's head, um, whether, you know, you take a haircut here of a couple of hundred grand if you're a form worker or a concreter, et cetera, um, from the builder and we'll give you the next job. And it just it, it's just a, a cycle that ends up in subcontractors going broke and workers um, ending up without entitlements and, and unions getting fined for chasing it up. And so, some of these subbies are good subbies. You know, they've done nothing wrong. They do pay their bills even though... You know they've been burnt by other builders, and it's we need to stop that cycle because it's just you know it's a flow to the bottom. It rolls onto everyone, and too long greedy builders and greedy developers have you know used the laws against them. So we, we got a network out there. You know, every, you know, there's people that'll be listening to this now that you know have family members or you know will be in the market for a unit or a house in the future. If it's any work that our workers would do, commercial construction, have a think about who you're buying off. These grubby developers are taking work off uh, genuine uh, contractors that are paying the EBA rates and, and have an industry standard agreement. Have a think about that before you go to an Element 5 or a VCON job or an Ironside job. And and if you are looking at a project in those uh, from those developers, let the developer know, you know what, I'm not even going to look at it because uh, the cost of um, buying this unit is, is taking uh, work 
um, and and driving our industry into the ground. So let them know that you're not going to buy it. Make a stand. These developers are selling the projects for the same prices as our EBA developers are. The, the units aren't going for any less because they've halved the, the rate of pay for the workers. Let me tell you, the, the, the money just goes straight in the developer's pocket. Go and buy a quality unit done by quality EBA contractors. And I remember seeing the developer of Bayside Construction site that went under in Port Melbourne standing there and he was nearly about to cry and he had the crane up and it was the start of the job and they'd gone down and I said to him, you know what, you should be a bit smarter having a relationship with us moving forward than trusting some of these builders down at that level because at the end of the day, would, would you trust too many of them? Or, no. oh, well, hopefully the hopefully he's at home uh, still crying, hopefully. hopefully. Oh, no sympathy for him at all. Fuck him. He belongs in the bay with Bayside. <laughs> What about the footy this week? Uh, which footy? Which footy? Oh, the best footy. Oh, it's on. See, the, opening, on the opening, I did watch it. It wasn't terribly excited, but I don't follow two sides. But congratulations to Noah Bolder out there, the assistant secretary of the ETU son, um, Ivan. Yeah, first um, game for Richmond for first, the Tigers. Pretty good side for... to come into, fair income. Yeah, I tell you what, it's a hard side to break I've into. Get, I don't like Carlton, I'm a Bombers fan, but... The green shoots are starting to come through at Carlton, I reckon. They're well, playing pretty good. They I've picked got up a no good... idea what you're talking about. I'm they... trying to follow the Western Bulldogs, but I've got no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, well, they picked up a good kid called Sam Ross. Watch out for him. He's the number Cobden one. boy? Yeah. yeah. He is too. Down, yeah. down your territory. Dad well. Wayne. Or he used to yeah. coach camping out. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah. So. That's it. For any uh, any listeners that uh, follow uh, what I would call the real footy NRL, uh, yeah. big local derby in Queensland tonight. The uh, North Queensland Cowboys playing uh, the Bulldog. Uh, sorry, playing the uh, the um, Brisbane Broncos. For anyone who doesn't know NRL, uh, the Brisbane Broncos have done quite a bit of support for the Liberal Party, so you can see uh, why I support the North Queensland Cowboys. And if you're ever going to watch an NRL game. Uh, Jump on board tonight because the last three games have gone down to Golden Point. Um, it's the best local derby uh, in Australia as far as I'm concerned. But if you just want to watch it for the point of view, is uh, it's the working class versus the Brisbane Liberals. Well, well, is that the I've code? Got to say, that... You used to go for the Broncos and good to see you jumped off them. But... Is that the code that sets the standard off the field as well? <laughs> you set the standard in playing up on the grog. I know that. <laughs> if you're going to do something, do it properly. I reckon. <laughs> All right. All right. We're, and we're, for me, family listening who do uh, still support the Broncos, I'm not sorry for putting shit on them. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, we're going to obviously the tragedy happened in New Zealand. We'll go to Slice of Heaven.
Righto, uh, sorry, I just had to uh, leave the uh, studio uh, and go and pay the uh, breakfast bill because uh, no one else... Oh, that, right. Don't let Gorilla know yeah, about that, it'll uh, be on to me. Gorilla, fair dinkum. I, uh, I was outside on the phone for 10 minutes. They uh, came back to the uh, studio and I said, has anyone paid? Oh, no, not me. So anyway, it's fixed up now. Oh, uh, it's hands. Well, wait till the Gorilla finds out, he'll say it was me, right? Um, well, it was, but yeah. yeah <laughs> clearly. Uh, what, what we want to talk about is a few crane... Crane incidents. Crane incidents. Now, one one was last Saturday. I got a call when I was up uh, on away up at the up the top end of Australia. Yeah, paddling, well, paddling. I'm here. Yeah, I did a, a bit of a breakdown up there in crocodile-infested <laughs> water, right? With a storm coming, and I actually broke down in the same boat last year. So we're having a bit of a bad run up there, right? It's a good boat. I'd heard them, consistent. I heard I'd had about ten panadol, and I was dry reaching. But apart from that, it was all good. Congratulations. Thank. Uh, Want a big shout out there to Royal Recruitment and all the boys up there, uh, Mike along on that for great trip up north. But um, the two incidents, I hate to tell you, but two years in a row, I'm, I'm starting to think that uh, they don't like you, Buzz. They're trying no, to know. lose you, lose you in the Bass Strait. I know, I know, I know. Oh, I'm, sorry, start, I'm starting uh, to think that too. Not the Bass Strait. Um, and uh, Christian too. I meant to mention him as well. Uh, the two incidents. One was at a hickory job at Chadston Shop Centre last week when they were dismantling a crane. Uh, General's cranes would dismantle a crane with um, with uh, the tower crane there as well. And uh, what happened was the main cable didn't snap completely. What it, they, the term they used is rolled and run out. Flick came straight back into the cabin, caused a huge smash into the cabin. And um, <laughs> all the protrudings were stopped there at that particular stage. And they had to go through a few things and they resumed pulling the crane down on the Monday after a work safe were called in and... And they worked out a better plan of attack or a change of the work procedure, which involved um, attaching the cable to a wrench rather than holding it. Um, so stay tuned for a bit more of a report on that. There'll be something come out as a bit of an alert in the CFMU. And the other one Another was, incident where luck, luck wins out. Yes. And then the other one was an eye bolt uh, snapped on the Carlton Connect hospital job down there, Len Lease, down on Mark Peterson's job down there. The eye bolt snapped when they were putting the screen up. And um, and uh, the screen come down a bit, not a huge amount, but they've had to have a look, reassess what they're doing and change the design of the lifting points. You'd be fairly confident when you do that stuff that you would hope the lifting points were designed in the right spot, wouldn't you? Yeah, because apparently they're, they're, they're designed to be lift up vertical, but they lifted them up on an angle. But we've got to say, it was like 600 kilos landed on top of the bloke. He should, you know, he should, you know, seriously injured, and apparently he's not too bad. Lucky boy, lucky, lucky boy. Lucky boy, like, you know, it's better than winning Lotto, that. Oh, and a late one I've just got in this morning, too, is for Coconut Steel Fixing, who one of their blokes has had a bad, really bad laceration holding on to the cable out there on the Hudson job in Port Melbourne. Um, he's in hospital getting an operation on his hand, so all the best to him. I'll get all a bit the best, more. Hopefully, he comes out of that all right. Yeah, I'll get a bit more report on that next week. The other one I want to really touch on, and this is a bit of an industrial thing, too, because. Uh, there's a company called Dow Chemicals out on um, Point Henry Road on the way to Alcoa and Geelong, and I went out there to represent a worker who it was a week, a week and a half ago, but the, the outcome of this is terrible because the hideous the crime of this worker was that he didn't report the incident the next day properly, even though he wasn't shown the proper report process. You're kidding. And so they suspended him with pay. Right, he burnt the top of his fingers from the chemicals out there. They suspended him with pay, humiliated the bloke. I went out there to a meeting and had an IR girl, but they suspended him with pay without even doing an investigation. That's a good way to do it, isn't it? Without even an investigation, they suspended him. When I got out there, the IR girl, 
She said, uh, oh, by the way, you're the support person. You're not allowed to speak. So, and this is a way we're going with IR. I've got to tell you, I've got to have a serious look at where we're going. You're not allowed to speak. We're doing an investigation. They've done a full investigation, and then they've come up with, you guessed it, they've sacked this bloke. Right. How low is that? The hideous crime of not reporting the incident properly, right? He's ended up with burns. Whatever happened to their responsibility under the Act, right? Duty of care under the Act. Supervision. Yeah. Training. Supervision, training, all that. Hierarchy of control. Oh, where's all that gone, this Dow industry? So stay tuned. This to Steve McConnell out there, we're going to nominate you and you might even win. Stay tuned. This is not over with. I'll just leave it at that. Right? Chemical birds. But it does go to, to the listeners. If you do injure yourself, doesn't matter what the size of it, make sure you go and fill in the book to make sure it's registered. You know, Because they'll use any loophole to get out of any of their obligations. So. I'll tell you, I was at a job during the week um, and we were talking about uh, going out onto the job while it was still dark, insufficient lighting, Kickboards missing, falling objects, etc. Um, and I can tell you the builder uh, was trying to act surprised when we said, well, instead of blaming the workers, why don't you uh, have a, address the supervision situation? They obviously are not being supervised properly or there's not enough supervision. The builder's answer was, well, you know, we've had a toolbox this morning. I can't believe I've gone up there and blokes aren't doing what they've been asked in the toolbox. Um, and like I said, we said, well, the blame is the supervision. If the supervision is not there and they're not workers aren't being directed to do that work, um, you can have as many toolboxes as you want. Uh, make sure that you get in the correct supervision and uh, make sure there's enough supervision on the job. But we're not copping blame in the worker for what supervision should be handling. And you'll never guess this. At Dow Chemicals on their shift work, guess what? What? No supervision. No supervision. Well, no, no supervision. At all. Blake's got serious chemical burns to his uh, hand. Uh, and and uh, don't worry about any of that. We're going to sack the bloke for not reporting it properly. But it goes back to what Gowan was just saying. You know, a toolbox mean. They, some of these builders think they can have a toolbox and just tick a box, and that's, you know, I've set it in a toolbox. Like, please. The the uh, the obvious thing for us workers out there is watch your own backs because it's quite clear the employers are not very fucking interested in it. All right. Well, we're, we're, you were going to give a report on concreters, weren't you? Oh, I can talk about concrete. Yep. Do the veterans? Yep. Okay, we'll uh, we'll do the concretes. We're jumping all over the joint here. Uh, concreters. Uh, I've had a few after last week's uh, conversation on on this show in regards to concreters ringing in and giving us a few um, updates about what conditions they're putting up with with their placement companies. I've had a few interesting conversations this week with uh, um, I'll say anonymous members. And thanks for the calls. Um, I'm not surprised with some of the stuff that's coming through. It's it's the usual stuff where you know they're getting stood down for inclement weather, whether it be rain or heat. Um, if if there's no pour on that day, they uh, they get told to take a annual leave day or um, or an RDO. That's not acceptable, guys. And um, keep keep the complaints coming in. Uh, they'll be anonymous, but uh, when we sit down with the concreters this time round for the EBA. Uh, we'll know uh, what the usual um, tactics are and we'll be able to address them. There'll be some things that we want to sit down as an industry and try and get into the EBA this time round in regards to men per square metre, um, enough people on the decks um, or, or factory floors to make sure that we can uh, rotate and have lunches. It's not about getting double time every day. It's about fatigue management and people need lunch breaks. Um, as uh, Cambo and myself said last week... Um, 
Cambo doesn't own to turn his phone off. That's um, on my phone. Uh, Your shout. As as well as uh, it being very hard work working beside Cambo most days while he was dusty. <laughs> um, the the issue was we never got lunch breaks. Wow, and, and, it, and if you're doing long hours, it wears you down, guys. Um, you need lunch breaks. It's not about the double time. So we need to make sure that we, we address these issues, keep the calls coming in, uh, ask for Goanna, ring the office, um, and, and we'll progress forward with the concreters agreement. Yeah, that's obviously, you know, it's the same old tricks, isn't it? You know, trying to, they haven't got the lack of work, so they try and get you to take a leave day. You know, it's raining, they try to get you. Two minutes, all right. Um, obviously, I do want to give a shout-out to Nikki in the office. We've had the vets. Yes, organised the veterans with the Anzac Day badges coming out in the job. I had a toolbox meeting yesterday. We had Mark down there, one of the veterans, and all the boys brought um, dug deep and brought badges and all that. But Nikki's, you'll see him right across all the jobs across Melbourne. Nikki's been doing a great job campaigning on that. So if you see him on the job, go 100%. up and buy a badge. Dig deep. Dig deep. Now we're going for scallywags, aren't we? We are, yes. I think um, we're just a um, bit of a follow-on from last week. Victoria Police, um, who got scallywagged last week. You would have seen in the paper um, this week, our union is uh, is looking at the option at Sue and Victoria Police for uh, for their behaviour and their conduct during that McConnell Dow issue and um, watch this space. Uh, I'm really pressing hard for Dow Chemicals this week and Steve McConnell. Disgraceful effort out there in sacking this bloke. Um, who else? What about we? Fraser Annie? Fraser oh, Annie. Fraser yeah. Hey, what is it? Is or does he, we haven't called anyone a rock spider yet this week? Yeah. Well, 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 he's definitely he's uh, a grub. Like, he's a, gr- yeah. a dog. A dog, yeah. a dog grubs. We just want to throw those words in for the week. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I tell you what, I had the winner, but you've come you've come back with something real strong there. Fraser. It's got to be Fraser, hasn't it? And but, if we can have uh, hero of the week, Egg yeah, Boy, yeah. Egg Boy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I've got it one for Suki Lala. Or we got to we'll no, no, go the Suki Lala. Hasty job on the week and during the week it was raining. The project manager Steve come up. This is at Burwood Brickworks and come up. And the steward goes, "It's raining." The boys aren't going out, and he's going, "No, it's not raining." Well, it's falling from the sky. He goes, "Well, I'm not buying your icy poles anymore on hot days." Like fair dinkum. Is that, <laughs> is that as low as they get? That's pretty standard, isn't it? They give you something. It's called a carrot, I think they call it. But uh, can I say that we could all, with Suki Lala, all the right wing freaks out there too. All the breeders of hatred and all the keyboard warriors, Suki Lala, when uh, when the egging happened, and uh, and now they're claiming victims. I think we'll have a look at that thing too. The social media policies, the way they allow all that stuff to carry on too. So who's getting scallywag? Oh well, I've been outvoted, haven't I? Because I want to Dow Chemicals uh, desperately, but used to go and Fraser Annie, aren't you? And oh yeah, I couldn't disagree. Annie. With yeah, that, I against that. Yeah, right. Annie's whole family. Annie's whole family. And let's have a better system doesn't allow a bloke with 19 votes to get in, right? Suki uh, Lala. Uh, Suki Lala. I'm, I'm nominating Hacer for the Suki Lala. Hacer? We'll go with Hacer. On your Hacer. On your Stevie. Stevie, was it? And it's, I think it's that time. Oh, well, we'll go out the same yeah. old way. Dare the, the struggle. Dare the win. If you don't, don't fight, fight, you lose. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast. Produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.